This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What is up, BBB Brigade? Welcome to a Friday. It is the Bostonian versus the book on the Props YouTube channel. Channel. Twitter at Boston versus the book at Sports Talk Matt pinned on top of the profiles. You need to watch it on Twitter, but you can watch it on YouTube. Podcast immediately following April became our biggest, most listened to month two days ago. Dave, how are you? How are you feeling given how much content you have done the last 48 hours? I'm exhausted. What are you talking about? But I'm ready to go. It's Friday. Roll call Friday. Boys are all here. Everybody's here. You're out handing out hats. Last night, we got to see Rafferty in person. We got to see Kurt in person from Colorado. Justin. I mean, how do you not get up for this? Justin, but it's fine. His name was Justin. I met a lot of people yesterday. (laughs) I tried. I took a shot. I took a shot. I mean, what do you want me to do here? Oh, so so for for those of you who are curious, we, 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 we have hats. Hats. That hats they 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 exist they exist they were given out yesterday. Curve bill, you got flat bill. We got stuff, man. People, I uh, love it. I love. We got it. hats. Okay, we got hats for you guys. So we will be giving away hats, and we will be giving away fun stuff. Uh our 100th episode, by the way, when Tuesday next week. Tuesday, the 100th episode of the Bostonian versus the book. You already hit that triple digit mark. So we'll have a fun little giveaway prize pack, fun stuff coming up on Tuesday. I don't know what I am doing today. I don't know where I'm going today. I don't know if I'll have hats with me today or not. So you got to follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt, and I'll tell you if I'm going to have more hats <laughs> to give away. This is great. Where's Waldo yes. in, in Vegas? This yes. is, where's Where's Matt? He's, he's just he got hats. He got three bags. people came and found me yesterday. So we have people who are clearly in town for the draft and people who live here or who are willing to come on down to go grab a hold of BVB hat. So people want them. People are excited. We, we've been, been handing them out. You know, it was it was wild. Can I just start off, though? Can I just start start off by talking about what happened last night? Sure. <laughs> so. I made the mistake of saying yes to Gabe Morenci to go on his radio show for Miss <laughs> Okay. You didn't know. Uh, no, I did know, but I didn't know that I, I thought like there would be something like separation. Like I did Gabe and I, I love Gabe to death because Gabe reminds me of a bunch of my friends. Like I've got people like walking into his hotel room. Gabe might be 51, but Gabe really is 31. Like that's, that's where he, that's where he Maybe. is. I bet under. All right, but that that he is my friends at 31. My friends are still kind of in that same early 30s mold of like we're old enough that we have enough money that we can go and get into trouble, but we're not changing what we're doing. Like we're gonna so he's in this hotel room where it is tiny. I mean, it's one of the smallest rooms I've ever seen in Vegas. I don't know what the hell they're doing and putting him in this, but it is you walk in, 
The bathroom is literally on your right, like literally like right when you walk in, there's the bathroom. You walk in, it's a single studio with one window. <laughs> and that one window is green because it's on, it's out looking. <laughs> it looks straight into the other tower at MGM. So it's not a window. So it feels like a damn prison cell when you walk into this thing. It's like, okay. Marenzi brings three listeners with him into Strangers? the room. Okay. It's me, Teddy Covers from yeah. Wager Talk, yeah. Marenzi, uh-huh. and three listeners. Cam shows up drunk. Oh, <laughs> banging on the door. Oh, boy. The raging redhead comes flying in. He just starts spewing off, yelling and screaming, going crazy. Having this like, uh, they made me sit there for 45 minutes before I even went on the air. (laughs) I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. I'm like, guys, I got to go. I got to do the juice. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, it's 945, guys. Like, I got to go home. Like, I've been here since literally 230. I'm tired. Okay. I I walked 7.5 miles yesterday. You okay. did not stop moving. 7. I was 5. sitting on the set doing the show, and I'm over my shoulder looking at you going, where is he going? He's <laughs> zipping around. He did not stop moving for an hour. And because I was doing that at the draft, I just ran around the draft taking pictures like crazy. You can see pictures <laughs> at Bet Props on Instagram and other stuff. We just, just I fired all these pictures off and videos and everything else. Oh. So I walked 7.5 miles yesterday. I'm like, I need to go home, guys. And Gabe's like, no, 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 no. You guys sit down. Let's go ahead and talk. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> So, so so I go on and then I mistakenly I I this is what happened. Oh, you didn't we, mention the Raptors game, did you? Oh yeah, we just teased about that. But I said the, I said an f bomb, and I realized that I forgot where you were. I forgot where I was. Oh, oh, and like it was like oh deadpan. Like I was like oh guys, I'm sorry. I'm like I totally producer. Hopefully you have a drop button. I'm really sorry. Like I totally forgot where I was. Like you I'm not. I'm like I'm out of practice entirely because i mean like it is a straight debauchery in that room like i'm not going to describe what's in there but like describe like what you would think it was hell everything is everywhere and i'm just like where is like what uh uh, oh my what we're going on national radio we're going on sirius xm right now right okay And in my brain, it's Sirius XM. I forget about the damn san diego affiliate because i always forgot about the damn san diego affiliate so oh yeah it's FCC controlled radio. So Matt can't drop F bombs. So I felt bad. So I, I wanted to apologize to, for, for swearing on Gabe's show last night. That was, uh, I was, I forgot I was on the, I thought I was on this show. It was all, we were all loosey goosey and having fun. And I just, you know, forget, oh. get out of practice real quick when you're, but that room where we were, what was around us, how we were doing it, a swear word or two was deserved. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and it's funny because he's been here 24 hours, like, or, 36 hours at this point. So I, I caught him right after he was there and he had that vent that really Marenzi is a pro at the vent. He just mm. goes and you mm. just say, go. And he, and it's, it's nonstops. He told me about the room. It's hilarious that you were there. Uh, hopefully you got a camera, a picture somewhere on the something. I know. Just, I know better than that. You, you, you don't take pictures. In just, the room. just, Rooms? just uh-uh. for our own personal photos. Oh. Now, there's evidence then you just don't even take pictures. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, pictures. no pictures. You, it, it doesn't, it, you don't, you don't want that out there ever. You're like, you don't even want it for your own personal knowledge. That right, somebody, right. 
somebody finds your phone or something. The pot, Very you know true. I mean? Good thinking, right? That's you don't ever want even thing. like the documentation of any of it. You just leave no. the phones. It's like when you walk into that room, there should be a phone check. There should be like, put your phones in the basket and leave oh, your phones there. Like, like, like there should be. Like the concerts now where <laughs> yeah, they're making yeah, the yeah. phones so you can't get this thing viral. That's good thinking. Yeah, n- no one should be taking pictures of what's going on in Gabe Morenci's room. <laughs> At MGM, uh-uh, like just not, not a good deal. Like, like, so you did the, what you were on after nine. So his shows from nine to twelve Pacific. So you did the show, and then you went home and did the juice. Yes, yes. I mean, it, was a, it was late. How do you feel? I mean, you got to be a little tired too. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling it from two nights ago. Like, I for some reason I don't know why, but after I turned like thirty five, I don't get sore or tired the next day. It's the oh, next day, it's the second day. It's a two-day sore. It's a two-day tire. I don't know why. It's oh. just how it is. I can always bang and rally the next day, but then like 48 hours afterwards. So I'm feeling it from two nights ago more than feeling it from tonight because I didn't drink at all last night. I didn't have a, I, I had right. um, nothing. I, I had no alcohol. I was completely sober the entire time. But now I'm like, I woke up this morning. I was like, man, my legs are sore. <laughs> what, I was like, what did I walk yesterday? And I went and looked at my watch. It's 7.5 miles. It's like, oh, nice work. 7.5 miles. Like I walked a lot. So you steps. go upstairs to Morenci's room and do the show. We finished the show at that set and everybody yep. wants to go eat, but I'm oh. watching the Dallas game and we're sweating the Dallas game. I mean, Teddy covers was, I, it's really funny when you watch different games. Cause he had a big bet on the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. So I had, I was on the Mavericks, but not how, not clear right. as heavy as he was. Right. And I was on the, and I was on the under. So I, I'm watching, I, I got two bets. He's got one. <laughs> and like, it's funny how superstitious some people are. Oh, I'm not at all. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like I did. I, I just, I don't, you, you almost, you almost poked the bear. Like you, you I, I don't care. I know he, he got I mean, all mad. He, he, he got all like flustered because he, he like, we're watching the game and he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm on Dallas pretty heavy. I'm like, Oh good. I'm like, I'm on Dallas too. And I'm on the under too. I'm on, on the, I'm on the under heavy that I, and then, so like, yeah. I'm like, good shot. I'm like, Oh, it's a bad move. And he's like, <laughs> Like sucking his thumb, like he's in like a, in like a fetal position, like sucking his thumb on this. He's so nervous about everything, and I'm just like, even now, like Ted, even now, like after all this time, he's like, yeah, that's right, yeah. I, I just I, he wanted to be busy during the game. He didn't want to watch it, so he wanted to do the radio show without having to know what was going on. So imagine this. So we're in this tiny room. Morenci's <laughs> on the radio, yelling and screaming, doing his rage stuff. Right. Teddy Covers is on the be- edge of the bed. I'm standing up against the wall and we're all watching this game because cam comes in loaded and screaming and yelling. <laughs> He's just like, and going nuts. So he, he blows up the entire plan as to who's going to go in what direction, in what area and who's going to do what. And then Teddy's like, I was not planning on watching this game. So we're all <laughs> watching this game, right? Teddy and I are next to each other. The pass goes over the top. Bogdanovich has got the ball. I'm on minus one. He's on minus one. I'm on the under. I know I've got the under already. I'm wanting to see if I can win both bets. And that pump fake happens. And all of us are like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. Here comes the shot. Clang. This is it. <laughs> Room goes nuts. Everyone's yelling and screaming. It was uh, it was it was such a moment last the, night. It really was the winning bet. Um, it's like it's like a, a hot craps table. You know, when yeah. you're throwing a number and you're throwing a number and then, you know, the point is six and the dice hits and you're watching it spin and it's a two and then you watch and it's a four and it goes six and everybody goes crazy. <laughs> that elation at a winning bet is still something that I 
just absolutely love in a book. And that's what we had down there because I was with, you know, Scotty uh, Farrell and Carver and Lee. Everybody was on the on the Mavericks. So it was such a like it's almost a relief. Like I said it after being in a business so long, the elation, the fun goes away and you're just relieved. Like that's the way when you become like that yeah. professional and, and, yeah. and you're in a book. But Teddy, like, I was done. Teddy covers is still emotionally so, on the ride. <laughs> some <laughs> people are. That's that's what's funny. So then we pick up and we go over to Wolfgang Pucks to eat. Nice. And we're all going to eat, and we're walking by, and I believe it was Rafferty walks by with the BVB hat. Nice. And it, two guys I'm walking with go. Hey, man, is that your show, that BVB hat that guy's walking with? I'm like, yeah. He goes, where the hell did you get that? Where did he get that? Are you selling those? I said, did you see Peralt bouncing around? I said, that's one of the listeners. He did a he did a thing. If you came down and saw him, the first couple people got hats. And they're like, well, we want hats. And I'm like, oh, okay. They're like, do you have more? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's more hats. So seeing them seeing him walk around it was nice. priceless i had one of those moments where i was like yeah that dude had had our yep. show hat on so that was fun oh it's super fun i mean it's it's going to be <clears throat> i gave a hat to mike cardano who's the head of sports grid and he was just like you guys have hats and i was like yeah he's like wow it's like that was fast <laughs> I was, he was like i'll wear it with pride thank you i appreciate that i was like yeah we have hats so people are kind of just like stunned about like you guys already made hats like this is yeah. this is kind of cool i mean they're nice hats they're new era hats they're nice, they're nice. hats they so are. i mean we'll we'll get them into the hands of of you guys here during the draft we i mean i i, ha I have i don't know uh 20 more or so to give away so we we have to figure out a way to give away um i like where that we'll be. hat dave not bad, right? Yeah, Look man. at that. Yeah. I went with the whole fit today. Yeah. I like the this. shirt. I like the shirt. Yeah. I mean, those those boys can't lose right now. They can't lose right now. They were the winning streak in baseball. How many games is it up to? Seven. Huh, not bad. Yeah. Just keep betting these twins right now. Interesting. Some, yeah. Okay. Some of the boys in the in the brigade like it too, they said. <clears throat> At a boy. Who's talking, in here? We got Toletti. We got Vinny. Give Holt Here, a shout out. SoCal, Mikey, awesome. Early in arriving. That's good. We got Nate. Spence. Spence likes it. Spence. Hey. He's, he's from Minneapolis. I know. Not going to be happy tonight. The show just started. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get to the game. You know that the, the Timberwolves are going to win. Okay. There's going to be a game seven. Okay. We'll get to that. Well, how many game sevens did we have last night? After last night? Let me think. None. Thank you. <laughs> but we knew that. We liked all the favorites. What? Bet the streak. See, this is the mistake that people are going to make today. They're going to do this. Bet the streak. Anyways, let's get to Kenny Pickett. So here we go. Oh, boy. Here we go. Pittsburgh boy. <laughs> boy, was his girlfriend nervous, man. <laughs> There's some awesome memes of her going around. It's like she didn't know what to do, whether he was going to get drafted or not. He gets picked. Does long hair fly in Pittsburgh? Yes. Are you kidding Ooh, me? Interesting. Okay. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, I mean, it's different. Who who is the dude that the, the linebacker that you guys love for all those years that had long hair? Um, Kevin Sutton. Green. Kevin Green. Thank you. Yes. Oh, had the long hair. Quarterback. It flies with a quarterback. 
If he throws touchdowns and doesn't turn the ball over, he can grow it down to his ass. It I don't agree. matter. I Are you agree. kidding me? This is the problem, though. And this is we were talking about this in the room last night after the after the show, after we were in a break. It's an awesome story. Awesome. Unless he sucks. Then it's bad. It's he has to move. Like he can't live there anymore. Like you can't live in Pittsburgh if he's bad. Like if he doesn't do well, if he falls in his face, he's forever going to be known as the kid from Pittsburgh had the shot to be the quarterback of the Steelers and sucked. First, First of all, he's from New Jersey and grew up in New Jersey. Whatever. He's he from Pittsburgh. Pitt. He's a Pittsburgh dude now. He's a Pittsburgh kid. He is now. Yeah. But you know what these places do back east. They will run him out. 100%. I mean, dinners, bars. He won't be able to show his face in the city, in the tri area, in the, in the three river area. Take the rivers each way. 10 miles each way. He can't be seen. So do you think he has more of a leash because he's there? Or is this more of pressure because Mm. he's the pit kid? Like, is it, do you think there'll be more understanding? Like, because the pressure's on him to succeed, obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm. to be the guy after Ben Roethlisberger, Mm -hmm. it's big shoes to fill. Mm Mm-hmm. I said on the show last night, I'm like, guys, he don't have to play this year. And they were telling me he's 24. He has to play. I'm like, no, he doesn't. They got Mitchell Trubisky to play right now. If Mitchell Trubisky wins the job and Mitchell Trubisky starts the when did, season. As when the did Mac Jones start? There was year? no other option. Yeah, there was. There was plenty of options. They could have run, run what they wanted to. They could have brought back Cam if they wanted to. They had Cam in camp. They cleared the path for him. So Trubisky is is an easier easier. He could be an impediment to Kenny Pickett. Could be a problem for Kenny Pickett. This is what a lot of the media are saying in Pittsburgh already. Okay, it's, it's just, I mean, it's a fair question. You, but you use, I don't a, use think- a first round top twenty pick on Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett at twenty four years of age should be playing by week four. But what if he's not? What if the Steelers okay. start three and one and Trubisky looks great? Okay. Look, I, I just, but he's not your long-term solution. So you're, 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 you're putting an impediment in front of Kenny Pickett's development. He's only going to learn. He's developing while he's there. He's 24 years old. How much longer do you think he needs to develop? You got to see what you got. Tom Brady's 45. Yeah. Tom Brady did. Tom Brady played his first time playing. I think he was 22 when he started with the Patriots. 23, I think. I think didn't Brady sit. A whole year at least before he uh, got he, his rookie year. But I mean, he didn't play. Yeah, he played. He just didn't play as much as he played the next year. Okay. Well, I mean, and then, I mean, think about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was behind Brett Favre, but I mean, you can sit. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, Look, it, it's it the sucks, Steelers. But- it's the Steelers. Okay. Their track record, they have a lot of clout to fall back upon this. They do really two things really well coaching, head coaches, and quarterbacks. Like, look at the lineage, right? I mean, we're talking in your lifetime. How many coaches for the Steelers have you seen? Two? Four. Yeah, four in your life, right? That's a lot. 51 years, four coaches. That's ridiculous. It's incredible. It's incredible. And you've seen, what, three three quarterbacks? Wait, it's only three. Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, three. Okay, right. Three coaches. I'm 51. Yes, in your life, right. They do head coaches and quarterbacks. That's a long time. Okay. They, they don't when you it's so they they have enough when they draft a quarterback, it's like the Patriots in a lot of ways. You've got the clout 
to say, hey, I think we know what we're doing. So they've had a chance to evaluate the guy in the backyard for four years and watch him. But the Pittsburgh Steelers in the NFL is not the ACC. So we'll see. Nobody thought Ben Roethlisberger was going to be a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Famer career quarterback when they drafted him 10th out of Miami of Ohio. But he had better numbers than Pickett did. He had to throw more. Okay. He said better, bigger body, bigger arm, better record. Yeah, I mean, bigger hands too. Everybody's talking I about the hands. I don't care. That conversation is just stop. Everyone stop. Thank you. The hand conversation is the dumbest thing. It's like Kyler Murray and his height in hands. Like it's just, it's one really awkward to have people talk about other people's <laughs> body parts over and over again. Okay. I saw on ESPN, Lewis Riddick was talking about the thumb for Kenny Pickett and how he has a joint that actually flexes more than the average person, which causes him to be able to grip the football. And so with smaller hands, it doesn't really matter. I don't need this. This this anatomy stuff is beyond weird. I know it's a million dollar position. I know it's a billion dollar organization. I get it. But holy crap, is that boring? And holy crap, is that awkward? To Just get for the record, that. I got the same thumb, by the way. Okay, great. Like, wonderful. I don't it understand. Does, it does help you grip the ball. Okay, good. That's phenomenal. I don't, I didn't, whether he had his, whether he has that or not, I don't care. Can he throw the football? Can so he play the position? Know. Like, can he get the ball to the spot that it needs to get to? Don't care about the hand size. Don't care about the arm strength. Does the ball go where the ball needs to be? If the answer is yes, I'm good. That's it. Move on. Next topic. I, I like you to be able to move a little bit too, because our offensive line is a little bit shady. So I need you to be able to, I need to know if you can run and get down before you get killed. I need you to know, that's the only two things I need you to know. Can you throw the ball where it's supposed to be thrown, when it's supposed to be thrown? And two, can you get out of the way when those dogs are coming after you and get rid of the ball? That's, that's why all. I love Sam Howell. Why I think Sam Howell is going to play. Maybe not. I think Sam Howell's ceiling isn't that high, but I think to be able to step in and play for a team next year, I think you could do it. He's so big. He can run. He runs over people. Big arm, throws the ball great, didn't play as well as he did the year prior to last year. But I mean, that's, I think Sam Howell goes off the board relatively fast today in the second round for that very reason, because he is mobile and he can run. I would say so, but the track record for North Carolina quarterbacks is, is horrendous. Not too good. Mitchell Duke quarterbacks too. <laughs> quarterback of the Steelers went to North Carolina. Did he yep. not? He did. And Duke has Daniel Jones. With the quarterback of the Giants. So, yeah, I mean, that's my problem. ACC quarterback play, ACC defenses, mm. not the NFL. So, it's a big step up. And there's going to be pressure. He's known. I mean, he he goes across the locker room, across across the, the hallway to a different locker room. From Pitt's locker room to the Steelers. It's ridiculous. It's a dream. I mean, think about that. When, when you're in that position. You know, you're we interviewed Barry Sanders yesterday and we talked about his draft day. He's mm. one of 11 kids. I did not know that. I did. And he didn't go to the draft. He stayed at home. He didn't which, even have which, a suit. Which, by the way, one and three did the same thing. Pick one and pick three. What? They weren't even there. It's a weird trend that started here that the draft picks don't. I don't up. mind it. 
because mm-hmm. you get to celebrate with family and all this stuff, but your life changes. I got to pick up and move to a city. Maybe yep. I've never been, yep. you know, and all this stuff. He he gets to move his stuff across from the pit locker room over to the Steeler he locker just room. His, he upgrades his apartment in Pittsburgh. That's he goes it. from, you know, for this to like the penthouse. Like, it's just like, okay. Like, yeah. yeah overnight. It's I unbelievable. I can't wear the blue and gold stuff anymore. I got black and gold stuff now. That's like the biggest change he's going to make. It's unbelievable. He knows the locker room. He knows, I, I really, I'm curious about the, I'll watch his home record early in his career. He might be really good and comfortable. Say, this is my building. I'm really comfortable playing here. I oh. know the stains. I know the wind and the way the wind goes. I understand the setup. I see it with the kids when we coach. Like when we get the home games or fields that we've been to before, when we go to California or right. we go to Utah, everybody's more comfortable. So that is a huge advantage mm. in your development. Like you're already past all that. You don't the have to room. worry about right. any of that. You know, That's the weight room, the way you drive to the stadium, you know, the, yes and the outs, right. And traffic, little, you know, workarounds and oh. security guards. And yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it really, yeah, it, it's a really fun story. I hope it works. I really do. I don't like the Steelers, but I hope it works for the kid because I think it's a really neat movie type of you story. Don't like the Steelers, but that sounded personal. No, just I'm a Patriot fan. So, you know, it's, it's what happens. You don't like you can't like the Patriots. You're a Steeler fan. Come on. I don't like the Patriots, but there's there's weeks that I do. When you're and, betting on them, fine. Yes. Or picking on picking them to win. Yeah, I, I get that. Right. Patriot fan this morning. This is the one of my most <laughs> hysterically fun things every single year. And it's almost every year. Where Patriot fans wake up on the Friday after the Thursday of the draft, all pissed off. <laughs> all pissed off. <laughs> Sean McVay's got a viral video. This is every video. day up there, though. I mean, they're True. not happy ever. True. But viral videos going around of, of Sean McVay laughing that they thought they were going to draft this guy with the 105th pick. Offensive guard at a Chattanooga that they went and drafted in the first round. 29th. They traded down from their pick. They take him at 29. And Patriot fans are losing their minds. This is, can't we, even on the same picket conversation, but... Bill Belichick's record in the first round is not good. I'll give you that, okay? But drafting first, this is his first round, the first lineman he's drafted since Logan Mankins in 2014. Logan Mankins tried to be a really good player. Are you serious? This is the first lineman drafted by him since 2014? In the first round. Oh, 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 oh. In the first round. Okay. He has drafted uh, every other offensive lineman starter for the last three seasons has either been a third round pick, fourth round pick or undrafted. He does much better in the later rounds. Yeah. Does does much better in the, I mean, look, JC Jackson was an undrafted free agent that came in and the good dude just got paid bank by going to the chargers. So like that is one of those situations where I understand the first round track record's not that great, but I often just say, look at if They like him. They know more than I do. They got six right. rings. They're not stupid. Right. So, uh, fine. Everybody wants the splashy wide receiver. Huge wide receiver draft. Patriots yeah. need wide out help. Get yeah. Mac Jones help. Yeah. I would have loved for the, to see them go make a move for a Bama wide out, though. I was hoping for that. You have to protect the quarterback. Yeah. You have – the first thing you have to do when you get a quarterback – 
which they have now, is protect the quarterback. And they signed Trent Brown. They brought him back to play left tackle. So they have their left, the blind sides protected by a mountain of a man, but now they need the interior lineman to help. Right. So, I mean, I trust Belichick too. They, they've earned that. The, I was joking with the boys last night. I was like, how soon for the draft grades? Like how? When do we start with the A, B, C, D? Are they already, already started? Who I won, know who won Thursday. Who won the right. first round? Everyone's in love right. with the Eagles. The Eagles, the Eagles, huge Jets. splash. They won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't want to win on draft day. By the way, I want to win in February. Oh, you couldn't have said it better. That's that's what I always said to him. Like I don't. Who are you to grade this today? <laughs> yes. You have no idea. What anyone is going to do. And this is where I think the sharing of information on social media has exposed Mel Kuyper juniors, not him, him, but all them, all the Mel Kuyper juniors, everyone who's come up behind him, who's wanted to be the next, the Daniel Jeremiah's and the Sean and, and, and the, and the, and the McShays of the world, all these people who have come up behind, you know, Mel Kuyper made it, you know, a, a job where you could be a talent evaluator on TV. And because you know, more than anyone else due to research doesn't mean you know more about football. Mel Kuyper Jr. has never coached a day in his life, but Mel Kuyper Jr. constantly is paid to evaluate talent because he does the homework to know who these kids are. I don't know who a second round pick should be coming out of, you know, wherever, but because Mel Kuyper Jr. is on ESPN last night saying the Patriots drafted a guy who could have been available in the third round and they drafted him in the first round. It's a monster reach. This guy was still available. It's the same thing they did to Mike Mayock when the Raiders had a bunch of picks right. and they took guys and they took Cleveland Farrell at the top, you know, in the top five. And I always was like, look, I want my team to be definitive. If that's your guy, take your guy because a lot of this is crap shoots anyway. So just because you think you got a home run, you don't know you have a home run hit. You don't know how many first round picks overall have been busts. Best pick overall and it blows up in your face. So if you know be definitive, know who you want, and who cares what people say. And that's, I love when the Patriots do this because they just, that's what they wanted. Raiders were the same thing under Mayock. So we wanted, not to say it always works out or you win, but I want the franchise to be at least designed or confident enough to say, go get our guy. That's, that's perfect. I mean, if they have the guy targeted, they traded back, right? Yeah. Which is what they always do. <laughs> right. And they still got their guy. Yeah. Who cares? Like, I, because somebody said he could be drafted a round later. Yeah. Or Sean, McVay, Sean McVay's like, oh, we, we're going to take him at 105. Like, what the heck? They could take him in the first yeah. round. Like, that's awesome. He had, according to, you know, and on the other end of the spectrum, there is like these grading systems. I forget it's RAS, but it's not the gambling. It's not the R angle gambling guys. It's like something about athletic spectrum or whatever but they have they score these guys on a hundred scale and this okay. chattanooga lineman is 95 out of a hundred scale so like there's somebody else saying he's going to be an unbelievable player the truth will probably be somewhere in the middle and he probably will be a four or five year pro for the patriots and let's see what happens but i'm not you know i'm not angry i'm not mad it's fine but let's talk about some of these trades here we mentioned the eagles Man, that was a crazy stretch there for a little bit where there were trades. Blue, it was trying to coordinate. This guy got they, – they're trading picks, this and that. And I was just over there going, what is going on right now? 
Is Nobody it because won. people didn't want to draft certain guys? Like what happened? Why were there so many trades? Because the talent pool is not that good. That's why nobody so, wanted when no, nobody wanted to have everybody wanted to come back. Everybody wanted to go back in the draft, not up. Because the draft has slots where you yeah, got to right. pay certain right, guys. Correct. You can still get your guy and cost you less. Right. Okay. And the wideouts, there was a run on wideouts from like 10, 11, 12, 13. That run of wideouts came in. So then teams that were down in the 20s who needed wideouts weren't going to get the guys that they thought. So then they're like, all right, let's, let's move back. And that's one theory why the Patriots moved back because they didn't like any of the wideout options. So then, all right, fine, let's go back and get our and get the lineman that we want at number 29. But I mean, AJ Brown getting traded for the 18th and the 101st picks overall. He gets a four-year, $100 million deal from the Eagles, including $57 million guaranteed for him. Fifty-seven. He's only 24 years old. Isn't that crazy? That was the one for me. When I heard that, I was like, ooh. Titan fans are pissed off this morning about this. It's weird what's going on there. I don't know. Vrabel's got some Belichick in him. You know, got some, don't give a bleep, do what I want. Here's what I'm doing. I'm not paying you. I'm not, I'm not interested in the superstar mentality, pay me, pay me type. And AJ Brown's become a superstar. Let somebody else pay him. Not going to be us. I mean, Vrabel knows his path to success is rides on Henry and his ability to run the ball. Okay. To dismiss. True, a wide receiver, a number one. I mean, he was legit, legit number one, number guy, number one guy. I mean, I, so would this move the odds for you? I that's I always look at all this stuff, and, and they were asking me last night on the show, does that move Tennessee's odds down, or does that improve the Colts' odds by them just shipping him out? Um. This is where it's so hard because it's not done yet. Like I wouldn't put, I wouldn't have odds up right now on anything because I want to see what they do. Like they did, they took the Burks kid to come in and replace him. Right. So let's see if he's any good, but it wouldn't move. I mean, a wide receiver is not going to move the needle dramatically for me. Like not yet. So I would, I would probably put them into like the wait and watch category. Like, let's okay. see if we got to make a movement or, or like you always say, like, let's take a bet. Like, let's see if somebody, right is willing to some, does somebody believe enough to say, uh-uh, this offense is not going to do it. Their, their defense is good, but not good enough. And let's move them down to nine wins from nine and a half wins right. and, take, and, and move the Colts to, you know, plus 200 to win the division and take, take them, take the Titans and put them at plus 250 or something. And they put yeah. them behind. If you take a bet on it, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be quick to move off of a wideout. I don't think it's, it's a dramatic thing because again, it's April. Titans aren't done. Titans aren't playing tomorrow. So they could still orchestrate even today. They could orchestrate a trade of some significance that would change my thought on them. How big does it, does it, uh, it does. Stevie Mack had to leave. He's, he's running late for something. He's got a busy day, but spec is here. SoCal DJ. Um, just wanted to mention the boys of obviously Jay Dow Betts is always here as is Jordan. Um, does it move the Eagles number? It almost does. Not yet, but it definitely Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. It's pretty good. Woo, baby. Pretty good. Eagles fans. 
pretty cautiously good. Cautiously optimistic or overly excited? The division sucks. Go be happy. I mean, you, you it, a competent team is winning that division. Dallas is not competent. Whoa, that's breaking news right there. Dallas not. is not competent. No, Dallas is not competent. The Dallas Cowboys were, earlier they were the most the overrated team, most inflated team I, of all last year. They had the best record against the spread in all of football. Okay. They're Does that overrated? Mean, I'm supposed to be impressed that the odds makers can't make the line right for the Cowboys? 13 and 5 against the spread. Congratulations. What were the record? Where did they do? What did they do? How far did they go? Played terrible in that playoff game. It's great to beat up on an, a, an NFC East team where you're favored by 14, you win by 17. Great. What do you think Washington of their draft pick? Commanders, the Washington Commanders. I still can't get over this. We have can't a darn football team named after the villain of a TV show. <laughs> it's horrible. Never gonna, never gonna get over the Handmaid's Tale that they actually had the balls to call a team the Commanders in Washington. Oh, like it's boy. such a bad. Daniel Snyder is such a bad owner. It's unreal. But I mean, the Eagles have a, have a legit chance to be. I mean, they can win six games in their division. Go six and zero. Oh. Whoa! It's the Patriots. Whoa! whoa. It's not going to go six and zero oh in the division. Okay, Giants are awful. Like Giants, I like Kayvon Thibodeau a lot. That dude is going to take over. He's the new Michael Strahan. That guy's got. Oh, oh yeah. Really? He's got charisma upon charisma upon charisma. This dude is an unbelievable personality. He was so fun in the press conference listening to him yesterday. He just has it. He knows it. He understands it. He's going to give back to his community. He's going to do really good things in the inner city in New York. He wants to give back to his community in a big way back in California. Like Kayvon Thibodeau is in New York is a marketing dream. Wow. He will be he will be doing TV during his career 100%. What about Dallas's draft pick? There was a lot of moans and groans when they drafted that guy. I mean, is there moans and groans whenever you don't take a flashy player or a wide receiver or a star rush end? You take something of need? I guess, but I mean, like the Patriots got a lot of backlash for taking a guy who wasn't maybe highly rated or whatever. Right. Cowboys are like, oh, it's a project pick. Oh, it's okay. And they just kind of like the fans that were around us were like, what? You know, they were like upset. Because obviously, yes, they wanted a wide receiver. They always want a wide receiver. And, you know, it, but it's I mean, just I mean, don't they need- There wasn't a running back taken. But I know, but, 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 but why were people wringing their hands about the Cowboys taking an offensive lineman? I don't know. I, 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 I'm confused by why they'd be angry about taking Tyler Smith. Because he played at Tulsa? I guess. I mean, I don't know. That seems to be a little, you know. I don't think that's a bad thing for the Cowboys. I mean, they, they've taken Zach Martin, they've taken Tyron Smith, and now they're taking Tyler Smith. Like, I don't think it's a bad idea. Build from inside out. I'm impressed you even know these offensive linemen's names. I mean, they, they have little Collins. I mean, Google Google's a fun thing, Dave. <laughs> Just go ahead and Google things. I got enough going on. It's Friday <laughs> roll call. I got the chat. Now you want me to Google this stuff, it's, too? It's I got not, the lines up. Let's I'm not give me credit stuff. for it's, it's. I'm reading. Let's not give me credit for reading. I'm just reading. But like it's I'm doing good. I, I just I think that I don't know. I think Cowboy fans need to just be quiet on that. I would just relax. Uh, how far into the draft today does Malik Willis have to wait before he gets picked? Man, what a good question. 
because here's the problem. The fifth year is a big deal. So if you're a quarterback and you slip out, there's no, he could fall to the third round. He, he could be waiting a while today. So explain he, the difference. So uh, if you take a, a, a first round pick, you have a fifth year option on the quarterback as the team. Just every, the quarterback. Every, every team that's drafting a player has four years. That's the, that's the contract length. Four years before the, the rookie goes to a free agency. He can apply. He, he can go into arbitration, try to get more money if he overplays the rookie deal. Or franchise tag and whatnot comes in after the, after the fourth year. You can be franchise tagged after year five. Quarterbacks do not. You can just go ahead and pay the quarterback on the fifth-year option. Pick up the option. So that's why teams like this because it's more expensive, but like the fifth year option for Tampa Bay, when they picked it up for Jameis Winston was $20 million when they paid him. So he then went off and got a much bigger deal when he left. He's now back with them, but that that's sort of the opportunity that you have. I'm oh, sorry. He's with the saints. Sorry, but back with the saints back in the division. Uh, so as a quarterback, you don't, if you don't go in the first round teams are, incentivized to take you and then now it really becomes a waiting game as to what team might need you or what team needs a quarterback so, so it goes back to a four-year deal correct oh so it's so it not don't matter whether they take in a second a third or the fourth nope now it it's matter. just and you can wait and you can sit there and go okay didn't like you enough to tie myself to you for five seasons or have the option for five seasons so now it's maybe he goes right away Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he slides in it. Every pick that passes by is a lot of money that Malik Willis is going to lose. Oh, it has to be such a sinking feeling. Yep. It's got to suck. I mean, you thought, I mean, it was funny. Darren Rovell was in front of me in the press conference. He asked Aiden Hutchinson about gambling. And he said, do you pay attention to gambling? Do you understand? And he said, well, I found out that I wasn't going number one when the odds moved. That's he said it. that. Yeah. So I found out the world, man. He said, I found out I wasn't going number one, but when the odds, but what the odds were when it turned to be minus 400 for Trayvon Walker to go number one, he knew he wasn't going number one. Now, is that true? According to somebody else I talked to yesterday who actually was around Hutchinson, he actually was telling people, I'm not going number one. He knew he wasn't going number one. Now, why wasn't he going number one on the podium? He said it's because he knew about the odds move. Or did Jacksonville tell him right. that he, was, that he wasn't going number one? But his answer was interesting. So, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I think in terms of, like, these players, are they paying attention to, to the projections or the gambling odds as to where they might wind up going? Some might be, but I don't think, I mean, a majority are not. But if you're Malik Willis, I don't know. It might be a bad idea to kind of look and see where your over-under is. Man, right if you're Malik Willis today, you ain't even like you got to go for a walk, a long walk. Like, like Tom's, I don't want to be around anything. You doing the Tom Brady crying to your parents? <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing that, but I, I don't want to sit around waiting for the phone to ring. But Tom did. Tom went for a walk both days. Yeah. And then day three came around and six round came in and the phone rang and it was Belichick and he was crying. Yeah. <laughs> he apologized to his parents. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough spot, man. That's a tough spot. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he even goes in round two now. I don't, I'm with I, you. 
I, yeah. I don't I don't think he does. I mean, I don't does anyone go ahead of him at this point? I don't know. I mean, I again I I watched Liberty's games. I like the kid, but I, I I just think there's a big question mark about him going to the NFL and how big of a project he's going to be. And like I said, I like Sam Howell. I mean, I just I like the kid's moxie. I like the mobility. I like the arm. I mean, I don't know if I was a GM and if I was asked, like, who would I draft Pitt first? I would draft Sam Howell. People might think I'm nuts, but I probably would draft him before I'd drop Malik Willis. Is it a, is it a real, like now it's becoming, I mean, obviously it was a discussion leading up. He's to here. This. It sucks. He's it's here. He was tweeting this morning about, I love being in Vegas. I'm going to enjoy my time here. Oh. He's in the green room. He's got the Aaron Rodgers treatment, but it's even worse because oh, he man. didn't go in the first round. Aaron Rodgers at least went in the first round. So now it's the tick, 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 tick. Where will Malik Willis go? Every break. We will find out. Will Malik Willis go in the next group of picks? Because now it's five minutes, right? Now it's a rapid fire. We now move. it's fast. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. It's not 10 minutes anymore. Now it's five minutes. So it's bang, 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 bang. We got three rounds to get through over the course of the night. So you know, they move. They try to get this in quickly. And normally this night is when this night ends late. This normally ends around midnight Eastern time. So you could be sitting and waiting for a while. Tonight. So what is there? Two, three, four today? Correct. Rounds? Today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. That's in being here waiting for that stinks. That's 100%. But I mean, being a second round pick is not bad. You're still going to get no. a really big contract. You're just not going to get the multi-million dollar contract. Right. For being a second round pick and you have a chance to come in and play. I mean, this is where championships are won. Teams that draft well from rounds two to five normally build out their roster. Right. With starters. Right. Who are going to make really good money and be a part of a team. But the best talent evaluators, the best teams are the ones that draft really well from two, three, four and five. Yeah. Six and seven are sort of just your special teams players that come in and might, you know, diamond in the rough once in a while will hit. Hey, serviceable too like i mean you can you can find guys hmm. um in those rounds too but I mean, best quarterback of all time was found it, right exactly <laughs> so yeah when is somebody going to take a running back that's going to happen today right? priest hall will go early in the second round priest hall probably winds up going i think within the first five picks today he'll go fast and I think then a lot of people hit their bets yesterday i'll tell you what i mean i was just watching stuff and like kicked the, the books got their balls kicked in yesterday oh they got killed. I mean, throw in the games too, on top of all the draft props. The one, every favorite but one, one in baseball. That was 11 1, and then there was a pick 'em game. So you could say it was 12 and 1. And then all three NBA favorites cover. I, hockey majority favorites covered. It wasn't that overwhelmingly. And then all the draft props that, like, the guy went number one, plus 190. Ding. Oh, that's, Hutch- that's right. You had that. That's Hutchinson, right. two, plus 160. Ding. Right. You had that. <laughs> Those are the only two bets I made on the draft. I went 2-0 on the draft. That's it. That's good. Plus 190, plus 160. I'll take it. Hell yeah. Here's a little w- w- more wiggle room. A little more BR. Well, it, it also made up for the Raptors series bet. So, right. Covered it. I don't know. It's good. It's going to be interesting today. I, I, is that the story? When does Malik Willis go? Hundred percent. That's that's the prevailing. Like every pick, you're like, is it him? Nope. 
oh, these next three teams aren't taking a quarterback. Is it going to be here? Is it going to be here? Like, is that what we're going to be talking about today? I wouldn't let the camera be on me today. If I'm Malik Willis, get the camera off me. When I go, then you can turn it on. But until I go, keep that thing off me. Yeah. Don't need a documentary 30 for 30 on what happened to Malik, Malik Willis on draft day or draft days. Sucks. Feel for the kid, but right. he'll he'll land in a spot. He'll be a pro athlete. He'll make a lot of money. So it's just he's not going to make as much as he thought he might. I mean, a lot of people thought he'd be the first quarterback taken off the board. And Pickett going to Pittsburgh. That's so much hype. This this so I mean, like, is it ever more evident about like the hype train and like when you have a machine working for guys in this and like you know i mean literally there was talk of him going six to carolina pick it no willis Malik yes willis mm-hmm. top 10 right and i mean, I mean had a pick. bet that that had malik willis and kenny pickett both going in the top 10 they had a, a bet you could have made on that did they have the no no just the yes sons of mother <laughs> right so that's we talked about that yesterday the people willing to make bets on the yes or the no. They just had the yes, one-way market, one-sided market. So, yeah. Sixers rip the Raptors. Message. What in the hell happened there? Message being sent? What do you make of that? Stunned me. I was on the Raptors. Line was one and a half. I mean. 137 to what? 95 or whatever the hell it was? Yeah, the Raptors didn't even score 100 points. I had to score up on my computer while we were doing a draft, and I kept throwing it in there, and Kaplan was on the other side, and he's a Philly guy, and he was going crazy. His phone was buzzing with the Eagles stuff. I'm like, by the way, see the Sixers score? They're up 25. It's the third quarter. He's like, what? I said, yeah, it's over. Is it? Yes. They're not letting them come back today. So – I didn't see one second of the game. It was on in the book over my shoulder and stuff, but I didn't see one second of it. Um, I don't know. We talked about it yesterday. I, I like the Sixers. I felt like they had to win that game to to win the series. They made it. I mean, they made their statement. That's what they were supposed to do. Now, did you see the series price mm. for the, for the uh, Heat? Mm. Makes sense, but it's telling me the Sixers are live to win this series now. Mm-hmm. And I think people are going to take what they saw and roll that over into game one. That's what people tend to do. Oh, they just blew them out. They're back. Yeah, I, need Miami. I need Miami to take care of Philly. Why? Because I, like I like Boston's chances of beating Miami more than beating Philadelphia. I mean, for content purposes, can we not get an Eastern Conference Finals of the Celtics and the Sixers? <laughs> you that want would it, be you a dream. It's, maybe it's a dream, but I do. I would rather Miami take them out. I'd rather not play Joel Embiid, even though I know Al, Al Horford owns him in the postseason. I still would rather not deal oh, with that. So good. Oh, my goodness. Old school Eastern Conference Finals. They'll bring back all the old highlight videos of Dr. J and Mo Cheeks. And they never beat all, Boston. All the Celtics. They never beat 1980, them. 1983, 84, when the Sixers won the championship. Yeah, they beat them once. That's right. But every other year they didn't. So annoying. I think Bird's record was 5-1 and one or 6-1 and one against them in the playoffs for series. It was, it was brutal. 
I remember. <laughs> I mean, that's when I finally was just like, all right, I'm rooting for the Celtics. <laughs> Every time the Celtics beat the Sixers, I rooted for the Celtics against the Lakers. The Lakers, it was, it was like, come on, can't the team from California can't beat the Celtics. Yes, so again, they did multiple times, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about this shot by Bogdanovich. My goodness gracious. One, Luca. I don't get the hate on Luca. I love him. Doncic is fantastic, fun. isn't he? He's fun, man. He's just he's just out there balling. He just he looks like a dude in a pickup game at a YMCA, and he just jacks shots. And then he'll drive on you in slow motion. He's just a big dude, like a bowling ball. You can't stop that forward momentum as it's going. But man, they really tried to give that game away. Brunson's missed free throw, front end of that two shot foul. This is the first up by two inbound play as a coach. All you can do is draw the play up. Can't hit the shot for the guy. Boy, that was a play call. Log pass, double screen back to Bogdanovich. Why take the three? You got six seconds left. He could have drove to the basket. Even after the pump fake could have drove to the basket. Was it worth going for the win in your mind for Utah? No, I agree. No, I mean, because I was with the guys and when a timeout was called, I'm like, you go for two, you go for three for the win. And, you know, for I was like, oh, you got to go for the two. You got to go for the two. Forget the three. You don't need to be just let's win this. Let's win this thing in overtime. You, you do know, a pretty good for real. You really do. <laughs> you do a really good, good Scott. That's- he was going crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much he had on it, but he was like, it was, it, it was, it was funny. And. Somebody else goes, no, just go for the three and the win because you got to go play on the road. I'm like, what are you even talking about? They got to win this game to get the game seven. Take the two. Right. Yeah, of course. Take the two. When he ran around that, that double screen and he got the ball, I was like, wow, he's wide open. What a wide open. What, what like, how did he get lost? And I immediately had that sinking feeling like, uh oh. Oh yeah. And the pump fake was and even that, worse because it was what then he was he was just he was open at first. <laughs> and then Bogdanovich goes, whoo, and the guy goes flying by. And the, I was like, oh no. <laughs> it was so open. Like I was like, you can't give a guy like that the game winning and then clang. I don't know who that was, if it was Dim Whitty or Brunson or whomever, but he looked like Superman flying through the air when he Might went have by been Finney Smith. I can't remember who Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. But I he looked like he was flying through yeah. the air. Whee! He went through that fake so bad i'm like oh he's gonna make this i mean he could have he had three seconds left we we went back and watched it so he he pump fakes he's got three seconds left he could have driven the ball hit the rim with two seconds left he could have driven did it really go back and watch when the ball hit the rim it had tons of time he could have driven in and laid it in but he took the three took the second to gather shot it Ball missed, rebound Brunson, dribbled it out, game over. Oh, as soon as I saw it miss, I thought that buzzer went off. That's uh-uh. oh wow. So there it was clanged actually, off a, time, a second. He had time to drive to the basket and lay it in. He yeah. had time to take a two. He just gathered himself with a three because he had so much time. Clang. I mean, wow. it's like it's like, oh, if you're Utah. <laughs> like even even Bogdanovich was like, how did I miss that? Right. What does that did, mean? It was Dinwiddie. That might mean that might mean blow up for them, right? I don't like think so. No, I don't. Donovan think Mitchell so. staying. There was. There's just a lot of 
bad blood between Mitchell and Gobert that's got to get, they got to figure that out. Like they just don't coexist well. They don't get along. So right. when your two best players are at, each other, are at a crossroads like that, maybe that's why they do decide to make a change and make a move. But I don't know. They're, they're good. They're just, again, it's much like Utah's entire existence. Utah was great, but they had Jordan <laughs> they had to deal with. Utah's great, but they got the whole Western Conference they have to deal with. It's just it's hard. They're, they're never the elite. They're always really good. They're You're just the never the team to be. Last year, but it, it, did you really buy that? I didn't buy no, that. Didn't. So it's like I don't. They, they never have the best player on the court when it really, really matters. They have really good players, but they don't have. They've never had the elite guy, a Jordan, a LeBron, a Bird, a Magic. They've never had that. John Stockton and Carl Malone were pretty good back in the day. They always, they always were two, three, four at their position. They never were number one. And in the league, they never were number one. There you go. All the people that watch the show from Utah just brushed <laughs> you right off the list. Okay. Thank you. And, and I'd be right. You th- <laughs> what, Carl Malone, when was Carl Malone ever the, gr- the best player in the entire NBA? Well, not everybody gets to have the best player in the NBA on their the championship team. teams. Do the teams I mean, that when win Jordan it all, played, nobody was the best player. Okay, and he ever. won six. Like that's and that and that's my by my point. He beat Utah twice in the finals, right? So that's like sure. So like yeah. I mean that's well, you, so they, I'll look it up. They ran it was into by the way that went flying by yeah. the boys. They ran the into thank you guys. I, I mean they ran into every time they've run into just a better team, better. You know, whatever. And it, just, it ain't it just, getting easier in the West. What the hell are they gonna do? No, I don't know. That's my point. Like, what? Well, what do they do? Like, it's it's hard. I mean, Gobert is arguably the best defensive center in the game. Unbelievable piece. Mitchell, when healthy, is one of the but best. All he can scorers. do is dunk. Literally, all Gobert could do is dunk. He don't right. score no other way. But he grabs nineteen boards a game. He does. He's a beast on a. Board. I mean, he's oh, he's man. a pterodactyl. It's got a huge wingspan. Like he just grabs loose basketballs like crazy. So he's a phenomenal piece. He's a phenomenal, you know, championship so they need caliber a third guy. Up, they need yeah, they need someone on the caliber of Donovan Mitchell. They need they need they need Mitchell to be the and, guy with the ball. They need Gobert to just own the paint. But and we're not throwing you the ball shoot. unless you yeah. dunk. Right. So we need a shooter. We need a third guy to run with Mitchell. They need a legitimate stretch four. Now you could say that was supposed to be Bogdanovich, but I put him more as a two in a shooting guard situation. Corner three ball shot. Right. And they need yeah. a legitimate guy who can do and get his own shot. And when they're doubling down on Gobert and they're doubling and getting the ball out of Mitchell's hands, who is going to score? Who's going to shoot? And Utah doesn't have that. It's a tough sell, I guess, but right? On the Maverick in. side of it, like we missed the player prop yesterday, and I'm glad I didn't up, I was too busy. I forgot to bet it. So I'm glad I didn't bet it. But you know, you got a roster right now that's led by Luca, but they got a bunch of dudes that like jacking shots. And they're the biggest make or miss team left. If they're hitting shots, they're a problem for literally anyone left in the league right now, if they're hitting threes. They missed point dogs on game one. They missed all their threes in the first half. Yeah. They woke up in the second half and they won the game (laughs) because it's hard hitting threes. Yep. It's unbelievable. So they like a team in the, in the uh, NCAA tournament that shoots threes and lives and dies with the threes. hundred percent. Yes. 
but at a higher they level. have that at a higher level. night. Bye. Yeah, they'll you know, get bye, run. Son, see you later. I, they'll Let get run out. They'll have a bad night. They'll run. That's why they're a great under bet because they'll run out of gas at some point and they'll miss a bunch of shots and they'll lose the game by 30. And then they'll come back around the next night and they'll win the game by 30. Stevie Mac can't stay away. He's, he's doing something. He's, he's got a busy day. He's in the chat. I love this guy. <laughs> man, oh, man, I love this guy. Um, do you, Wow. Nate says, I feel like the Jazz are the furthest away from the contention of any of the Western Conference teams. Any of, any of them? You mean any of them left in the playoffs? Any of them. Uh, any of the playoff teams that made it. That made it? Like Denver's closer than them, right? Legit. When healthy? Minnesota. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. When yeah. healthy? I mean, not right now, but with MPJ. No, well, yeah, yeah when with, comes back and Murray and MPJ, hundred yeah. percent, they're like legitimately like one of the top three teams. Yeah, and I mean, what you're seeing, what's going on in Memphis and Minnesota. I mean, the loser of the series is is still, yeah, on the way up. Right. Um, yeah, the Western Conference is just a gauntlet, man. Do you give Dallas a chance to beat Phoenix right now? Yes, I think so. I agree with you again. Dallas is point, dangerous, man. Three point shooting. I mean, it's they match up really well. I mean, we we've we I mean we watched. Oh, there Dallas. were some battles. Like I didn't yeah. look yet at the season series numbers and stuff. I'll do all that this weekend once these people all get out of here for you know because we got a busy forty eight hours next. But everybody's out of here Sunday and going to actually do some you know looking at stuff and and going over numbers and stuff for the, for the series. But I was surprised by the series price in this thing, Dallas and Phoenix. That is a little high. What is it? I didn't see it. Oh. Right now, game one of that series is Monday. Jeez. Monday, yeah. goodness, great! It's what day? It's it's Thursday or Friday? When did Friday? I answered Friday. Today's Friday. Friday. You know you're busy when you don't know what day it is. I don't know. What you got to wake up literally and go. I have no idea. Thank God right. the kids go to school. Like, yeah, yeah. That's I it. know. Right. Is Madeline here? Yes or no? No, she's not. Okay, she's at school. That's all I, <laughs> I know. It's a weekday. I know. It's a weekend. Yes. So, okay. So here's what happened in this series. They played a back to back on 11 17, 11 19. Remember the 17th and the 19th? They played two games at Dallas, both at Dallas. That's a funky schedule. Yeah, problem. they did that this year. Yeah. They beat them both by seven and eight. Didn't cover either game. They were the Suns, the Suns beat them. Suns beat them and did not cover. Suns were laying eight, laying eight and a half. They won by seven and won by eight. Okay. Then they played Dallas on the road. Um, hold on, where's that game? I just saw. Oh, so they were at home. Back there at Phoenix, back to back games, and they were eight point favorites both nights. Eight, 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 eight and a half. Eight and a half. One by okay. seven and eight. So they okay. came close, but they didn't okay. cover. And then they played at Dallas, Dallas. on the twentieth of January. They won oh. by eight, oh. laying two and a half. Okay. And they played three times. That's it. So the game I'm thinking of was the Warriors, not same. That's not what Phoenix. I'm thinking too. I was just, yeah. I was like, wait a second. I thought I remember Dallas winning. At yeah, Dallas crushed. Yeah. Dallas crushed Golden State Golden at home. State. Right. It, it wasn't Phoenix, but like the totals in these games, much like every other damn total with Dallas. And um, well, I guess first game went under. Second game went over. Would they close? Yeah. What were those closing numbers? Two oh, uh, two ten, uh, two twelve, and two eleven and a half. Wow. Okay. Under by nine, over by four and a half, and then the game at Dallas. Um, was two sixteen went under by six because every game at Dallas goes under under under. 
<laughs> so record, see, it's insane that their record now at home is 31, 12 and one to the under for the Dallas Mavericks. It's a thing of damn beauty. They're single, they're single handedly saving my, them and the bulls oh, wow. have saved my the NBA betting scenery. What? You lose me. Oh, you're back. Okay. Okay. Every single, I mean, it's single-handedly saving my NBA betting, right? The Dallas and Dallas under at home, just bet the under. Like, and the books keep putting up the same number. Yep. That's the, the beauty of it. It's six and two thirteen. For let me see one. if I, let me, let me see if I can see the lowest home. Uh, let's see. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here is Dallas's ho- the lowest home total for Dallas this season has been. Like 204 and a half, I'm guessing. 206 and a half. 206 and a half is the lowest of the season. And that game went over against Utah. And that was back. That was only four. That was last week. The Utah game. 206 and a half against Utah in the playoff game. Was on 18th of Jan, 18th of April. Over by seven and a half points. 206 and a half. But like the rest of these games, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like they just... Their totals, their lowest total. Um, I don't know. It's so crazy to, to, to watch to watch these two oh six and a half, and the highest was two twenty two on the season. Lower the yeah. number. I'm sorry, two twenty. We're in a room. Uh, I'd be like, listen, P. Row, we got to lower the number. What are we doing? Why do you keep making it two fifteen, two seventeen? Stop. It's two four and a half. Now you're seeing two thirteen right now. Yeah. 213, pain. 213 for a total. Yeah. Under. Uh, no, maybe over. But wait for game three. Is Booker playing? Yes. Oh, boy. It's going to be good. Of we course he's playing. Basketball coming up, man. It's going to be great. Didn't Booker play last night? I didn't see a single second of the game. Didn't Booker play last night? I didn't see a single second of that game either. It was it was in between? Yeah, I didn't see one second of that at all. He was all. cleared. I mean, I mean, I saw the tweet that he cleared, and the line moved to four. Uh, look at the box score, sir. I'm looking at it right now. So, um, Booker did play. Yeah, played 32 minutes, scored 13 points, five boards, three assists. 32 minutes. He's back. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Chris Paul, 33 points last night. 33 points in 36 minutes. Perfect from the field. 14 of 14. Do you have a double double? Crap. No, eight assists. How many rebounds? Uh five. Double double didn't get there. Huh. Nope. But Chris Paul scores 33 in 36 minutes. It was 14 of 14 from the field, four of four from the foul line, three, one of one from the three-point line. He never he didn't freaking miss yesterday. Holy crap. Chris Paul went nuclear. Man. I just followed the score. I didn't see Chris Paul do that. Holy Ingram goes for 21. Guess what? Guess what prop we're going to have on Monday when we do the show? Chris Paul under points. No, we're going to have something. There'll, there'll be something over. I'm telling you right now. There'll be something on the Suns on the Suns game. Yeah. Duke. So you like the over on the game? Uh, I'm leaning over right now. I got to, I got to, I got to dive deep into that box scores and see because I, I, when I don't see the game, I get, I, I get very trepidatious about making a judgment when I see the number. I got to go look at to see what I okay. need to see. So I don't want to, 
it's too early. We'll have a better feel for it Monday. Ding, ding. Let the round begin. Tell me why you like the Timberwolves. Oh. Why are you taking the home dog after an 0-3 night for home dogs last night? This series has been... It's been a mini-series drama. Mm. Every game. Mm. The way... That Minnesota lost that game in game five. Mm -hmm. It's going one of two ways. They're getting blown out. Out. I mean, they trade punches for a little while, and Memphis gets that lead, starts raining threes in, Jaws doing a little too small and telling everybody about it. The fans are going to be like, this sucks. They're going to go crazy, and Memphis walks out. Or, or, Pat Bev. Gives them a little shot early. He does the two small Minnesota trades back and forth, and they win the game. Line moves going towards Memphis, right? It's painted one and a half. So up from last night. Okay. Yeah. Painted Memphis one and a half. Um, Timberwolves were so good on the road this year, ETS. The game's at home, though. What? Sorry, I mean, I mean Memphis. Sorry. Memphis was so good on the road. Sorry. 26-16-1 and one for Memphis on the road. <sighs> at home, Minnesota 23, 19, and two. But I'm I'm gonna bank on Ja and Bain to close this baby out tonight. No game sevens. None. Only when would game seven be? Had to be in two days from now. See, it would have to be Sunday. Saturday. What? Today's Friday. Yeah, it's Sunday. So Sunday, sorry, it's Monday. Yeah, Sunday. Okay, Sunday, right. Yeah, there's no, there's no games on Saturday. It's ridiculous. Nothing tomorrow. That's wow. Well, Nothing. that's the way the games broke down, huh? Yep. Zero games tomorrow. Nothing on the NBA slate for tomorrow. That's and, and you have basically them playing out the string in the NHL. So baseball has its uh, everything to themselves tomorrow. That's bad sports day. <laughs> A bad, bad sports, sports day. day. Um, what about the total? Because it's drafted. Because you have the crap of the draft too. So you have yeah four. You have five, six, seven for rounds. Be a good day to get some stuff done around the house. Maybe. Eh, I'm gonna go and yeah. I'm, it's 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 a daddy Maddie day Saturday. We're gonna go do some fun stuff and do some right. other things. So yeah, it's, okay. good, it's a good day to get out and get away from the <laughs> watching of TVs and <laughs> staring at screens. Yeah, get, out, get outside, enjoy the weather. Um. If the wind stops, the wind. The wind. I, think, I was just looking outside of my house. I think. I think the wind is okay. It's just breezy today. Yesterday was crazy. It was windy as hell. Oh, yesterday. was it windy yesterday? Oh. Felt bad. I was like, sorry guys. I was like, yeah. everyone, everyone thought you're coming in here to have like a fun, warm weather experience. One of the kids that came in is, was working on. He has a drone and he's trying to get drone video Uh-oh. of the strip and all the stuff. And I said to him last night, "Did you? You didn't actually fly that thing yesterday?" He's like, "No." Because it gets caught in the wind and going, I could lose a drone. So Absolutely. no video yesterday for the drone flyers. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> although, although they did have drones. ESPN did have their drones. They did. The, they had so the maybe, show. Maybe they've got bigger, more heavier drones that can deal with those. The look wind. like uh, Air Force planes. The drones that the NFL had. Like the, yeah, they big. did that show in LA. I was like, what? What are those things? Those are drones. <laughs> um, the total in the Memphis Minnesota games. Pretty much consensus is 229 and a half. It's so hard. This total has been 
as crazy as the games are, we've seen the jaw dunk. And thanks for tweeting that today, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I saw what you did there. I, don't worry. Um, Let's go. The total has been an odds maker's nightmare. Can't get this Why? thing right. They're, well, they're winning. They're, they're three and two it's, I mean, for overs. I mean, they're two and three for the. I mean, the first game goes over by nine, 238 over by nine. Second game was 240 and a half under by 20 and a half, 20 and a half. Under, right. Next was 237, went under by 38 points. Oh, so way under. under, under. Okay. 232 and a half goes over by four and a half points. Barely. Yes. 231 and a half goes under by 11 and a half points. Right. So still trying to find this number. Now we go back to Minnesota and the go, number goes down. Yeah, I'd, I'd drop it. I would drop it because the games, the games at Minnesota, two thirty-eight, two forty and a half. The last game, two forty and a half. The thing was, I guess. Well, hold on. No, that was. Uh, sorry, hold on. Games three and four were yeah. at Minnesota. So in, in Minnesota, games three and four, we had two thirty-seven and a half under Way by thirty-eight under. points, and then two thirty-two and a half over oh. by forty-five points. So the original number of two thirty-seven was probably the better number. Just the first game was an anomaly. And it's 229 and a half. Yeah, I would bet over. Thank you. That's how we talked through a bet right there. Yep. Boys and girls, I, thank you I would for bet, listening I, to the show. <laughs> I would bet over. I'd bet over on that. Because I did the, the first number in game three was the right number. It just was an anomaly of a game. Just a bad shooting night for both teams. 104-95, the final. The next game, they come right back. It's 119-118, which is more. Well, that custom. was the big lead. Yeah. And the dunk that Minnesota it. blew twice to have Memphis cover. That game stays so under. Literally, they put a lid over Minnesota's hoop and they could make a shot right up 26 points and lose the game. They were up 26 and 20, two different times. Yep. And lost because they couldn't make a shot in the second half. I don't think it happens. I think we get, I think we get closer to the game five. Now you'll have Ozmakers and you'll have people, you know. Listen, everybody knows shit today after yesterday. You'll see the, the tweets, the tags, the fires. I saw someone tweet yesterday saying, I should just bet the NFL draft. It's the easiest market to beat. I was like, my oh, God. Of course. Literally, I, I said it in my tweet. They're filing the LLC paperwork right now to be a professional gambler. I still don't know where you go to get that license, but people are probably looking, Googling, trying to find a place while they're here in town. And maybe I can be a professional gambler too because it's easy. I don't think it's that easy. I think, that, but I, I think the game goes over. Um, and again, I think Minnesota wins a game. It ain't gonna, that ain't gonna be easy, but it will get to the point where th- I don't think it's coming down to the end like it did last time. I think mm. Minnesota wins comfortably. What is, what is comfortably five or more? I think Minnesota wins, and there's a game seven Sunday. Okay. This four point Golden State. Golden State's rooting for a game rooting yeah. for Minnesota, right? Four point win for Memphis. Correct. Grizzlies close it out. Fun Memphis, game. Tight game. Memphis Golden State series price. If that's the case, minus two sixty. Golden State. Yep. Without home court. Yeah. Two sixty. Yeah. Man, that's a little steep. They're gonna kill them. Kill them? Maybe we see six games, probably five. What's a game one opening line? Six and a half. Six and a half. Golden State minus six and a half on the road. Okay, four and a half. 
I'm driving well, over and taking six and a half. That's I'm fine. In the back. Told you, about, you, a hat I, you said I was crazy to, 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 to take 16 points for the Bulls the other day. You nailed that one. So, I mean, that's the same thing. I just, I think the Warriors, there are so many problems for the Memphis Grizzlies with the Warriors. We can't open six and a half, P. Roll. They're going to take not? nothing but gigantic great. bags of Memphis. Awesome. Grizzlies. And then they'll all lose it. It's great. It'd be a huge score. Take a position for the book. You'll get your position that you want. <laughs> you get it. I don't know. I mean, Take I think it opens it opens lower, way lower than that. Way lower. Yeah, Especially if Memphis, if Memphis houses yep. Minnesota tonight and has that coming out party of we're we're here, we're 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 in the semis of the Western Conference now. We've announced our presence with authority. I think it's gonna be lower. When Golden State got healthy, they lost 113-104. They beat them 116-108. They're 2 and 1 this year against uh oh no, they're 3 and 1 against Memphis this year, against Golden State this year. All right, that probably changed my opinion. Two and a half. Now we're talking. Open number. They changed they're 3 and 1 straight up against them. That's interesting. And the last time they played late March, they won 123-95 at home. Laid it on them. Killed them. Laid it on. They they were having fun that night, too. Huh. Interesting. That was, that was one of those ones, though, where they caught them in that road trip. That was a long road trip for Golden State. and Just a bad spot going in. Yeah, they but went Golden there. Was, was Golden State favored in that game? Uh, hold on. Um, was Golden Small. State favored in that game um or was that the game that Steph sat everybody sat and then they just mailed it in let's see golden, was six they played golden state where's that game the top of my head i'm trying to pick up the number i got the i got the final but not the actual spread of that game um is that who is it we're looking for? This is oh, it's Golden State. Sorry, so we're looking for Memphis. Uh, against Memphis, it was the. Give me the gambling view. I need the gambling view of that. Memphis, it was a nine-point margin. Memphis was favored. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, because everybody sat. That was one of those ones that steamed from like Memphis four or five, and then. No Steph, no, they didn't play anybody. They just said the hell with this game. We're just yeah, they were laying two and a half on the game against the eleventh and they lost by eight. They were favored by two and a half points. They lost that one. So Gold State was favored at Memphis. Yep. That's the number. Yep. That's the number. Two and a half. And then they were six point favorites in the first game and they lost by three. And then my gosh, are they oh and four ATS? No, uh-huh. okay. They, no, they covered. They covered on the twenty third of December. They were laying five and a half, one by uh, one thirteen, one hundred four. So they covered that. So they're one and three, straight up one and three ATS. Oh, against them. So yeah, okay, two and a half. I'm down. I'm down with that number. Two, two and a half for the for, for the for the. For you the still day. want to take six and a half bets? Yes, but I but I but I would man, uh, man, I mathematically leave the balls on you, son. Yeah, I, I, I'll take I'll take Golden State in Game One, big in that one. Deep water, it's playoff basketball time. <laughs> it is deep, deep water. Good. We're not, the, we're not in the baby pool no yeah. more. We're not in the bathtub anymore. Okay, oh. we're, we're in the we're in the Olympic pool now. Wow. Now, you're, now you're with swimming with sharks. So. Oh. 
Yeah, that, okay. things change. Things are changing rapidly for the Memphis, but they got to win tonight. But things are going to change rapidly for the Memphis Grizzlies uh, with the Warriors coming in. I mean, you got Draymond on Draymond. <laughs> like he's going to make Desmond Bain go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to taunt that dude. Mm-hmm. All right, time for the props.com story of the day. You guys can find the story on props.com written by Matt Jacob. The Phillies and the Mets. Philadelphia gunning for their fifth straight win. All right. So I need you to explain what happened to this line last night. So the Mets run line last night was minus 205. It's now plus 168. If you want to go ahead and lay minus 150, lay the minus one and a half. Oh, they flipped it. How does. No, 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 no. Wait, was it so. What are you talking about? How was so, the run line minus? Wasn't minus money. It was minus one and a half plus two hundred five. No. So it was plus one. The the Mets were minus one hundred five last night. Uh, but minus one and a half or plus one and a half? When you're asking me the run line, what were they? I have to look. Hold on. Wait. I was looking at this because this is this is the don't bet a parlay parlay. Okay. It, so they were minus one and a half plus two hundred five. And it's down the plus 184 or 175, whatever. The run lines are all over the place. Yes, it moved crazily today. Yeah. And now you've got a Mets team that's favored in the game. Yep. As they should be. Against a hot Phillies team. And Aaron Nola, who is a maybe one number one starter, maybe not, but one and two, three point seven four ERA. Yeah. Tyler McGill, three and oh, two with a two, the ERA is 23 and a half. No, 2.35. That, that decimal point's in the wrong point, in the wrong place. <laughs> it says 23 and a half, but no, it's 2.35, 0.09 whip. So, where do you lean on this, Mets or Phillies? Um, right now, I think getting the Mets at a, a short price like this is probably the side I would lean to. Mets are five and zero in McGill's last five starts. Right, that's I, I. That's what I was thinking. So I, I would want that side. The Mets on the year are the second best team on the run line, thirteen and seven on the run line this year. Would you go as far as take the Mets on the run line? Um, lay, I lay, lay the one and a half. I, you know, I, I hate taking those home team run lines unless I really feel like we're getting a bad pitcher on the other side. And I don't think we're getting a bad pitcher on the other side. I would hesitate. Those plus prices make it very enticing to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've seen this for years. This will be a one run game. And the total in the game is what? Seven, seven with heavy juice to the under. I mean, a couple places have already reached seven under minus minus one thirty, which means that you might see six and a half today. Four o'clock, four ten Pacific. Six so we still have some time. So that one, that one might be six and a half. Listen, the way the games are going under, you're going to see six and a half. You're going to have to get used to it. There's, there's a couple of American League games today. The totals, uh, six and a half in one of them. Oh, that's an eight and a half. Okay, so there's only one six and a half, but it's going to happen. Um, so it might happen here. So I wouldn't be. Just a general rule of thumb, nothing to, you know, stick all the time by. But when the total's eight and a half or nine or higher, laying a run and a half is a little better proposition. When the total's six and a half or seven, 
or even seven and a half. Laying that run and a half is, you know, obviously such a bigger percentage of the total expected runs that it's a little harder for me. So, no, I wouldn't be in a hurry to lay the run line, but I would, I'd be all right taking a Mets at just above a pickup. Bet prep prop of the day being brought to you by our friends at betprep.com. Back to basketball for a second, and we're going to go talk about this game tonight. Mm-hmm. Brandon Clark under. Brandon Clark. Under eight and a half rebounds for Brandon Clark. Tell the people and myself who Brandon Clark is. <laughs> oh, I need to pull up the stats <laughs> so we can get this correct with yeah. everything. Okay, Brandon Clark. We are going for so it, it was initially it was Desmond Clark, but now it's, it's Brandon Clark. Average five point three rebounds a game. It's very confusing if there's two Clarks yes, like it's this. Brandon Clark against he's playing against the T Wolves, not with the T Wolves. Over two last five games, averaging eight point six per boards per game. Averaging against the T Wolves is inflated. Uh, by his 15-round uh, rebound effort the other night. Seven mm-hmm. offensive boards in the fourth quarter in a blowout game. Five at the end of the last five minutes. He has not gotten nine or more rebounds. 0 of 8 in his last eight road games, averaging 3.9. And ha- only six times over his last 40 games, averaging 5.9 rebounds per game, has Brandon Clark gone over eight and a half rebounds. Get some plus money on this. Caesars, if you want it, at plus 105. Brandon Clark in a better book, under eight and a half rebounds. Under. Like it under? We lost yesterday in this thing, right? It was yeah, we've, we, it's the one thing about streaky. the, yeah, it's really streaky. streaky. Like, lost, lost, right? One, two, three, cash, cash, cash. Then zero, zero, zero. No, no, no. So, like, when it turns, it turns and it, right. starts, and it starts going, the algo starts kicking out winners. Right. right now, the algo is cold, but I do like this. Yeah, I mean, I, I would favor the under um, after hearing all that. So don't be surprised that if, I mean, if you don't go bet this now, you may have to lay juice, mm. you know, because plus 105, the next move is to flip it to be in the favorite. So, yeah, I would lean I would lean under right now without looking too much further into it. Because his last game was 15 boards. The, the last game is when he had the anomaly. Playing a game. Approximately 27, 21, 29, 29, 37 <laughs> in the last game. Okay. So, <laughs> excuse me. Thank you. Um, so he's getting consistent minutes 15, but 5, 8, 3, 12. So he's gone over this five, number two, eight, two of the last three games, three, 12, and then 15. Um, yeah, I'd lean under. Yeah, I think so too. I think just yeah. and rebounds are such a weird deal too. Rebounds are. It's hard. I think this is one of the hardest things to bet in these props is the yeah, rebound it's prop. Funk. It's funky. So game one, he had 12. Game two, he had three. Game three, he had eight. Game four, he had five. And game five, he had 15. It's a weird number, eight and a half after hearing all that. Seems yeah, like he's it's, averaging 8.6. It's right on his number. Yeah, it's okay. So that's the average. There you yeah. go. Just plug it in. Yep. Just put his average up and see where he goes. So. Right. Under eight and a half, a little plus money, depending on where you go with that. So you can jump in on that if you'd like to do the bet prep prop of the day. I I don't know. I liked yesterday a lot. It didn't happen. <laughs> I, I, I liked I liked that. I didn't bet it, but I like I did like that prop a lot. So right. I was watching it closely. And man, talk about open looks. Dallas gave they had so many open threes that they missed in, in the first half. I was like, this is awful. Like, this is just yeah. crazy. We're going to miss this and we shouldn't miss this. But and they keep shooting. But look at two made threes. 
to start the second half and then did not make any more. It's like, oh, how many did he shoot? I think eight. Yeah. It was two of, I think it was two of eight. That's brutal. He had open, open, open looks, man. You can't she, do nothing about that. That's just, a- I mean, good, good bet in that way. Bad bet because it didn't cash, but bad bet because it was just like, man, you just need that to go through the hoop. Right. <laughs> you just have, you have chances to do it. It was annoying. So, you know, it is, it is what it is. All right. Time now for bet it or book. It's being brought to you by Fliff, the social sports book. You play for free to win real money. Time today at getfliff.com. Use the promo code props for a $25 deposit bonus terms and conditions do apply. All right. Run line parlay. Don't bet a parlay parlay. It's Friday. It's Friday. Friday. You ready for it? Sure. Run run lines. Run line. Oh boy. Seattle. Run line. (laughs) Dodgers. Run line. Mets. This parlay right now, if you bet it to like right now, because the numbers have all moved. If you bet this now, it was 600 last night. If you bet this right now, it's a plus 1100 bet. It doubled in price overnight. Damn. (laughs) It doubled in price overnight. It was plus 620. It is now plus 1100. Wow. Now, my recommendation would do this. I would flip it around and I would look to take the Mets and take, um, I would lay the one and a half with the Phillies. And then it turns into a plus 560 bet. Plus, sorry, plus 576 bet. So are you taking the reverse run line? Because the Phillies are dogs. So you can't lay a run and a half with them. No, unless you, no, you can't. You, no, you take one and you a half. Take with one the and a half. Okay, take one, right. You could take one and a half right. with the Phillies right, right now. All right. By plus one and a half if you want. If you want to if you want to get to six hundred. That's what it was last night. Okay. I'm telling so you, you're Mets, flipping your position based on this little I'm not flipping. I'm price. just saying you could do that if you want. I would still take the Mets. The reason why I'm taking the Mets is because these are the top three teams in baseball run line records. Seattle 13 and 6, Dodgers 12 and 6, Mets 13 and 7. Three, wow. be- three best teams in baseball on the run line. Have the Mariners won every game they've won on the run line how many wins do they have on the season what they right now mariners are they're red hot they're 11 and 8 they're 11 and 8 that's 19 they're 13 and 6 on the run line mm-hmm. wow so best team in baseball dodgers have taken on a tiger team that they should be able to handle and you've got a uh, you you have a Mets team that yeah. I think can win the game and win the game and keep staying hot. And I, you mentioned you like them by one, but if they win by two, you get a hell of a hit right now. If you want to lay the one and a half, if you want to be more conservative, take the Phillies at plus one and a half, and it goes to six hundred. But Seattle, I like Seattle laying one and a half. I like the Dodgers laying one and a half. I book it. Of course, <laughs> you should book all these. These are dumb bets. These are parlays. These aren't, yeah, I mean, they, these aren't smart they, bets. These are Hail Marys, but I, yeah, I, I book it. Is this go two or three? Is this a two or three P Ralph special? Very, Friday very, special? very possible. 100% you could bet these individually. And it wouldn't be that expensive because Seattle and, and the Dodgers aren't that expensive on the run line from a price perspective. It's 118, and the Mariners are plus 146. No, I mean, the, the ones that are, um, 
the ones that are close to pick them games, when you lay the run in the half, you get a bigger plus. Mm-hmm. So Seattle is plus 146. Yeah, right. They play the Mariners on the, they play the Marlins on the road. Yep. So and they're one. That's your a big plus, bigger yeah, plus, plus 168. Yep. Right. And then the Dodgers have to be low because they're at home against the Tigers who are just coming off getting swept by Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minus 118. They're minus money on the run line. <laughs> Such bullshit, man. That's hard. I mean, I get it, but yeah. man, I, it's like, and people lay it. So, I mean, you, you give them again, you give them the price that they want to lay and they're going to do it anyway. I would book it. My order of concern would be, I'm most worried about Seattle. Mm. Okay. Then, then the Mets winning a one run game. And then on the road, I thought you liked road run line run line. I do usually, but I like Miami and I like Hernandez as a starter. So again, still trying to figure it out. It's still April, but I'm, I'm starting to, to look at the numbers. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the MLB network today. So I have to look at some games and I, I have to look at some different numbers. So that was one of the games I looked at and I saw, wow, Seattle's favored on the road. And then you tell me they get the best record in baseball on the run line. Because when you get this, you know, when you look at the stuff, they're covering 68% of the time right now Damn, uh, by wow. um, an average of 1.4 runs a game. See, it's so funny because like the MLB network stuff is baseball first, right. then the gambling. And, and <laughs> us is the gambling right. and then the sport. Right. So right. this works out well for me because like we'll do the show and I'll be like, oh, now I can look at the baseball stuff differently. It's it's good to know. But yeah, that was my initial thought only because of Hernandez. Yes. If you were to pick one run line to play of all of them, I would prefer to play the Seattle one because, you know, you're getting nine at bats. Memphis minus one. Wrong. Tonight against the Timberwolves. Wrong. Betting or booking it? Booking it. We're getting a game seven. We got to get a game seven in one of these things. Why? Why do we have to? Well, you know, because they all won yesterday. So everybody's just coming to the window today and just saying, look, all the road favorites won yesterday. It's the same number. It's the same number. The the, the odds makers don't even have to think. One and a half on the road. 69% of the time, teams up 3-2 have won and covered since 2004 in the NBA playoffs, according to Bet Labs. Obviously, they should cover because the line's too short. They just win and cover. We use the same lines probably for a decade. (laughs) Road team favorite on the road. Game six, one and a half, two. There you go. And all of them won and and all of them covered. That's I'm not right. saying it's going to be easy. This is not going to be an easy game. This is going to be a sweat. We, we both agree the over is a good bet as well. I'll come back and bet on that personally. I'll probably be on the over as well. So, but I'll take the over. I'll take Memphis minus one. Yeah, I'm booking it. I, All right. I, I, I want to see Minnesota win. For people in Minnesota, they need this. I mean, the Twins are just fun. It's April. People relax. And the Wild are gearing up for the playoffs. Things are, are happening up in Minnesota. What do they need? Why do they need this? Because the way they lost game five was crushing. I mean, right. that's why you lose game six, too. You see the pictures of the poor guy underneath jaw has become literally a meme, like a poster. <laughs> I mean, he jaw was jaw looked like he was flying in the air when he went down on that dunk. I see that thing in slow motion. I can't believe it. They have to win today. Otherwise, oh man, I feel bad for them. Okay. We'll recap it on Monday. So 
baseball tonight on Twitter. What are you talking about? Not to CLV society for me on both these next two bets. <laughs> I saw this in the run. <laughs> Baltimore, Boston are the two are in the bottom five for overs this season. Meaning they're the top five for unders. Correct. Say it the right way. No, it's the same way. It's 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 it's, it's, both, it's both right. It's just how you want to say it. How, how do you want to talk about it? in terms of teams that right now in terms of record? Because most people go on the over record, but to the under, Baltimore 13, 5, and 1 to the under. Yep. Boston is 14 and 6 to the under. Things can't hit the baseball. No, they cannot. Even though the Yankees just came in and hit hard. The Orioles gave up some runs. They've gone two and three to the over the last five games, basically because of getting hit hard to give up 12 runs and nine runs. Right. So the one fear is that Boston tattoos the, the pitching staff here. And I need like a seven, one final here. Numbers move to eight. <laughs> I got nine betting or booking Boston, Baltimore. Under a half paid. Oh, it was nine opener. Nine last night. I got, I bet overnight. Remember it was nine. I got nine. Yeah, it's eight and a half under minus 20 in some places. It's under eight. 15. It's eight. I saw, I saw eight a bunch of places. I don't too. see no eights. Oh, so it popped back up. Okay. I don't know. I see eight and a half. Um, that's good. I would never would have believed if you'd have told me that we have a starting pitcher matchup of Rich Hill <sighs> and Kay Bradish. And I'm sorry, Kay. I don't know your first name. I don't know so, who the hell he is. I have no idea. His first start of the, it's his first start of the year. I have no idea who he is. Oh boy. Oh yeah. It's it's it, Red Sox need to win this game six one seven one. Like I'm gonna need Baltimore to score zip, and Boston's probably gonna score four or five at least, if not more. First start of the year. Now you have me even more interested. I gotta go as soon as we get off. I gotta go look at this guy's numbers, where yeah. he was from, how long he was in. I know there's just no stats on him. It's just zip across okay. the board. Like yeah, I think this might be his first appearance on the season. Like he's never he appeared pitched this year yet. So this is one of those ones that people would come up to the counter and use the sheet and they'd see the lines. Oh, this guy's making his first start. Give me the Red Sox. Give me the Red Sox on the run line. Give me the... And then he goes and throws a gem. Six and two-thirds, one earned, eight Ks, one walk, Yep. and leaves leading the game 2-1. This is the way this game's going. Boston offense sticks. First five under and the game under. We'll bet this. Yeah, first five under was four and a half. And I just got, because I don't know what this kid is all about. I was like, eh, give me the nine runs. I feel more comfortable having like a 6-2 final than I am looking at this. And Boston scoring six runs in the first two innings and then not scoring again for the rest of the game. He's That's never pitched in a major leagues. Thank you, SoCal. We got SoCal's. He's never pitched. Is his first. He's making his major league baseball debut. Kyle Bradish, Baltimore, Triple A, Norfolk, call up. Major league debut tonight. Never pitched in the major leagues. Thank Beautiful. you, SoCal DJ. You yeah. are the best, J Ma. Still, still like the under. I would like the Red Sox on the run line, too, if you want to add on. Red I Sox like the under. Under nine. Yep. Last bet Dodgers, Tigers. I got eight and a half. Oof. Most places have moved. Two good pitchers, two offenses that are not scoring. All that much. Dodgers are 12, 5, and 1 to the under. Tigers are 11 and 7 to the under. Got two good pitchers, eight and a half. I paid a little juice, minus 118 last night on that. Betting and a booking Dodgers, <laughs> Tigers under. I just clicked refresh on my off screen. DraftKings said the hell with this. We're going to eight. They're the first ones to eight now. Everyone else is eight and a half under 20. 
Yep. Um, I paid 19. So yeah, I paid a little yeah. extra last so night to go under. We're already there. Um, I like what you're doing here with these baseball totals. The ball, something's up with the ball, something's up. There, a lot of games are going under about 60% of the time so far in the season. The games are going under. We'll bet this one as well. So we can be right with all your plays today except the one. Uh, the basketball, <laughs> oh the NBA one is going to be wrong. But we'll go under. In, in, I'll go in two and one. As I say, give me two and one the rest of my life. I'm Tigers are in a rough spot here. They just finished yeah. getting swept at Minnesota. Now they go to fly to L.A. to play the Dodgers in a three-game weekend set. Yikes. Not good. No. I like the Dodgers on the run line, but let's go a 4-1 win for the Dodgers is what I'm hoping for here in that game. Stevie so. Mack just said it right in our face. I'm taking Boston Baltimore first five over. Ooh. Okay. Right there. The you can fade the guy. I mean, that's one, right? You can go is what you get to go one or two ways, obviously. But yes. you, know, you can sit there and say, okay, major league baseball debut, debut, it's it's gonna fail. Yes. Or Red Sox bats in the first five have absolutely sucked. They're the worst. <laughs> First five offense in baseball. <laughs> They've been, it's the Red Sox pitchers feeling that pressure. Like you can't, you feel like you yeah. can't give up a runner to you trailing nope. every game. No, they're the Red Sox month of May. I told somebody this the other day. If you want to, if you can find it, I don't know if everyone, if people put up records in May, bet the over for wins for the Red Sox in the month of May. By the way, that's a great idea that if we had a book, uh-huh. we would institute and do. Records. In I'm going to send that to Maddie and Mo and say, "Here's an assignment. Put this up. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll hype it up. You can come on and talk about it. Put okay. it up. See if you get any bets. Because the month of May, the Red Sox will their schedule is extremely easy in May. Lots of games on Baltimore. Lots of games against Texas. Like they'll Boston's going to have a really good record in the month of May. Like they get probably, to play the Reds at all. And all I want to do right now is if I'm a Major League Baseball, I want to play the Reds a lot. He gone. Matt Peralta. I guess, we, I guess we lost Matt there. Just like that. Just like that. We'll yeah, that's great. See, you don't want to talk about this Minnesota Memphis game no more. I'm on the uh, uh I'm back. No, I did that. I hit oh. the I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Change your mic. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Just just for the record, Dave, I'm on the I'm doing the the John the 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 Annex special, you know, because you know I'm from Minnesota, but I'm uh, I'm 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 betting on the Grizzlies. <laughs> there you go. Oh. There you go. Farrah. There you go. He knows he he, he he wants to be on the right side. What was I One clicking on? You were asking for the Red Sox record. Sorry, I clicked on. I I was going through my <laughs> tabs and I clicked the wrong button. <laughs> Dave I, just goes. He gone. <laughs> I, I, I I I pulled I pulled a Morenzi. I, I went went ahead. That's what Gabe did last night. He clicked and shut the whole thing down by clicking on the wrong tab. Okay, Red Sox schedule. Okay, so the Red Sox play. Um, so they start with the Orioles here as we're going to end the month of April, April, right? They play, um, Baltimore yeah. then they go at home against the angels That's home against is. Chicago Why at Atlanta much? at Texas at Texas is home for Houston. That's not easy home for Seattle. Eh, it's home. That's not easy at Chicago. White Sox or, or, or Cubs? Uh, White Sox. White Sox. Okay. Five games set against the Orioles, two games set against the Reds. Ooh, that's a nice last week right there. We yeah. can get healthy. So three against Baltimore, two against the Angels at home, that they should, or three against the Angels. The next six games, they should go five and one. Baltimore and the Wonder. Angels. 
Calling for a five and one. Yeah, I think they should go five and one in that mark. Then Chicago will be tough. Then Atlanta's hard. Texas sucks. Houston at home, they always play them tough. Seattle is okay. At Chicago's hard. You just said the Seattle has the best record in baseball on the run line. What yeah, but that's plus one and a half okay. as well. That's not just, that's not laying one and a half. That's plus one and a half too. Austin bullshit. Go ahead. Who else if they win four, one? three, they the, 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 Seattle covers on the run line. Who's after Seattle? Um, after Seattle is got a five game set against the Orioles. No, at Chicago, at, at the White Sox first, and then a five game set against Baltimore. Five game set. Yeah, Friday the twenty seventh through the thirty to, to the thirtieth. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. One, two, three, four, five. Doubleheader on Saturday. Oh, doubleheader. Mm-hmm. You ever go to a doubleheader? Um, at Fenway, no. I have gone to a doubleheader. Um, where did I go? In Atlanta, I went to a doubleheader for the Braves. It's a long day at the ballpark. Yeah. Because I went to, because I remember it was Red Sox. It was interleague, Red Sox, Braves. Oh. It got rained out. I stayed over. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I remember going to a doubleheader in Atlanta. I'm pretty sure it was the Red Sox, but I'm not positive about that. I think think that's right. But yeah, I have gone to a doubleheader. At Fenway, I have, I've only gone... No, I've never gone to a doubleheader. I've gone to the first game or second game of a doubleheader. I've never gone to both games for a doubleheader. Right. It's a long day at the ballpark. Especially it's multiple meals. You, you eat pretty much one of everything, and you feel like shit when you're all done. <laughs> I I did it in Pittsburgh a couple times, and I was like, man, I ate nachos early. Then I ate a permani sandwich, then stopped. And then you, know, you come back with like popcorn or some peanuts or something. And then by the time you go home, you're like, what? why did I do that? By the way, Zion just said he was asked if he would sign a max extension if offered. He said, quote, of course, I couldn't sign it fast enough. You know, that tells me he's leaving. No, he knows that he's in trouble. The league has questions out about him. The Pelicans might not sign. The Pelicans might not offer it to him. Oh, I mean, he's eligible for a five-year, $181 million max rookie extension. I'd sign that shit tomorrow. What do you mean? What is he supposed to say? Five years, 180? Yeah. Pelicans might not give it to him. If you're the Pelicans, do you give him that? Would you give him $181 million for five years right now? He's played 85 games in three years, Dave. 85 games in three seasons. That's 240 games. 80 times three is 240. He's played 85? 85 of the 240 eligible games that he could play. That stinks. That's horrific. Going to give him 181 million? Two-thirds of the games? Are you serious? Yeah. Missed a whole season. Missed well, all. Yeah. Okay. Missed so the whole year. Oh, yeah. Missed, missed the, the entire season. Didn't play a single game this year for the Pelicans. I don't know if I was him. I mean, he's supposed to say that he signed it. Would I sign him if I was the Pelicans? I don't know. Hell no. Only because they know in inside, like really real, like what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I, maybe uh, I'm not. I'm not. No way. I'm not offering wow. that. I'm not. I'm not giving Zion that. No way. Man, that's crazy. Mm-mm. Not for. I, I would. I would go almost like year by year with him. Give him a three year deal. Can you do that? You can do different 
either iterations to your deal with a team option with a team option, like different things you can do. He's on, he's on rookie right. deal still. So you can have him rookie. You can have him play out his rookie contract if you want. Wow. And then look to move on and move on from him. But he's yeah. not, he's not going to be happy, obviously. So. Right. I don't know. That's a, that's, that's asking that's for trouble. All right. Favorite thing about today for the weekend. Uh, well, I mean, I don't, you, you guys saw it on my social media. I got all dressed up yesterday and I wore this ridiculous green jacket that I absolutely have fallen in love with. And it was um, a very big topic of conversation during the Gabe Morenzi show. Was it? You talked about it. We talked about you for a while. Yeah. Um, it was fun. So my favorite thing about today is that I, I got to dress up again. So I got another little surprise that I kind of came up with. It's not green. I'll give you that hint, but you got to watch the show later. Wait, put it on Twitter. You have a, a new outfit. Yeah. Is this I the circus, the circus outfit? Nope. Oh, wow. Nope. It's not the debut circus outfit. Okay. No, I like the shirt, the hat. The, I like the jacket. I like the shirt. The hat was pulled down too low. So you look like a hit lights were killing me, but you look like I couldn't get it right. Okay. You look, you look like a hitman Cause you had it down so low and then you had, and then you had the glasses on. So you, right. you, you, you were looking like somebody who didn't, who didn't want to be seen. So you're looking like this the entire time. Yeah. So looking like you're trying to like witness protective program, Dave, is what, <laughs> is what you look like. Like not wanting to be discovered, you know, green velour, you know, every, everyone's Listen, going. I had all the people yelling at me every time they were going by. They were, I was waving. People were taking pictures. Yeah, the, 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 the line was that I overheard was we told Dave to wear a suit jacket. We didn't tell, tell him to look up through dress up like it was 1965. Yeah. <laughs> These people don't know what style is. I don't great. know. Did your daughter say it was stylish? Um, <laughs> was hilarious because Kylie's on the road with her teammates. Right. And I sent them a picture <laughs> before I left. And I get the WTF are you doing? In the text. <laughs> yep. That's, and, a good, that's a good answer. And I'm like, she goes, where are you going like that? And I said, you doing the TV show? <laughs> I'm going on TV. I'm going on. She work. goes, she's like, and she, she answers back in the group chat live. For real? <laughs> and I said, yes, you'll see. Watch it on, on purpose. Switch. Are you in purposely wearing this? So she turns it on with her teammates, I guess, awesome. wherever they're at. Right. And she is texting me during the commercials going, OMFG. That's awesome. <laughs> my teammates are calling you a pimp. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. said, you look like a pimp. Coach Dave looks like a pimp. Well, She's I would say like, this. They like it. If you had a cane and white yes. shoes. Yes. That's all you needed. That's it. And like we could have changed your name to Cadillac or something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, that That's what. So so that's that's it today. I got to I got to do that again. So I'll be what down. time are you on? Same time. Um, We're doing three hours tonight. They gave Marenzi oh and Cam another hour. Goodness. So they're doing, they're doing they were three, three to five uh, yesterday. It, can you talk about anything else about the draft? Just the draft. I did. But but Blewett and Lacey were trying to keep it on track with the draft last night because Two, we had all the three and four rounds. Once you get past the second round, I'm it's done. death. It I'm is done. absolute death. That's what I told round. him. Oh I, I told him last night. I'm like, guys, listen, I'll I'll you know, I'll do the show, but I don't 
after the second round, I'm I'm checked out. Like yeah, I want to see yeah. when my teams pick or something, or if a trade happens. But uh, none of it matters. Excuse me. So I, I don't yeah. know um, what we're going to talk about. I'll be watching a basketball game. I'm not going to lie. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching Minnesota beat the Grizzlies. That's what I'm talking. About. Favorite thing about today for me is that the city of Las Vegas is getting so much positive press and so many cool things. And it changed, obviously Papsba changed everything, but I think what was wild is watching the number of fans that were there last night as I was walking around, taking pictures with the crowd and just going like, there are people from everywhere. They're all, every team was represented. Everyone was in there. And then I'd gone to the draft in New York. And in the draft in New York, the player would go to the podium, get drafted, do the hugs, pictures, whatever, do ESPN, do NFL Network, and then would come back and they would basically do like a line where they would go through and talk to all these different media outlets and then go into a, a major media room and be interviewed. And then they would be, you know, they go off on their way to their parties. Each team inside of where the Caesars operation link, where it is on the strip, they all have these watch parties going on. They're all segmented up in these watch parties and it's absolutely incredible <laughs> what we have done to this draft this draft should be here every year we should have the draft every year this should be our event no one is going to come close to doing what we just what we are doing right now for the nfl draft it is unreal the vip room the experience room, like these different places, different bracelets get you in a different place. When you're walking around, like right. gold braces, you know, um, yellow bracelets, you know, blue bracelets, like all the different, to get in all these different rooms, you got to have all these different bracelets on. And I was like, my goodness gracious, good luck to whoever's doing the draft next, because this is easy. Other than the wind, it was perfect. Right. Weather was nice. It was 82 degrees. It was sunny. And no issues, people get in and out. NFL experience, like if you live here in Vegas, do take the tram just for the fun of it. Cause I, I took it from back to MGM Grand. I took, the, I took the tram. Like you come around the bend and you just see the whole layout. It's unfreaking believable how spread out and how many things they have set up with the NFL fan experience and where the draft is. And like it is, it is really cool. I'm, I'm tempted to take Madeline down there. Because it's not that bad. I thought we'd be crushed with traffic. Traffic's not that bad. No. I mean, I think a lot of people aren't driving. Like, it's not. Yeah. There's not it's, I, got, it's really I got dropped off. I, I took an Uber from uh, Excalibur over to try to get close. I got dropped off at Caesars, and I just walked across the street. Like, it was, like, right there. Right. It was nothing. It was, like, boom. It was really easy. We got all the way straight to Las Vegas Boulevard to the Strip in front of Caesars. Just dropped me off. Walked across the street. So, so is it set up like the Super Bowl was in LA with the fan experience and the field and all that way stuff? bigger and it's outside. Oh, it's all outside. Yeah. It's all outside. Okay. It's way all bigger right. and it's all outside. We'll yeah. take the kids down on Saturday. It's really cool. They have a huge like flag football field set up. Yeah. They got a couple of um, big like regulation field goals. You can go and kick field goals. Right. Um, it's, it's cool. And I think Saturday probably will kick a 30 yarder. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't see, I didn't see all how it's all set up, what you can do, but maybe, I mean, the flag football field is basically 50 yards. So 
if there's a way of kicking a ball from you know the 50. I mean, if I was to make a line, would you be able to go kick a 30-yard field goal on Saturday? Can I tow it? You can do however you like, straight on or on the side. If I can tow it, I can kick a 30-yarder, sure. I can't, I can't kick a 30-yarder soccer style, I don't think. Right. But you just let me line up and kick things with my toe, line drive yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I can kick a 30-yard field goal. Soccer style, I've not attempted a soccer style field goal in a really long time, so I have no idea what I would be able to do with that. Not sure I'd get off the ground, but uh, if I'm just doing it with my, you know, run straight on and kick it Happy Gilmore style, yeah, or not Happy Gilmore, Waterboy style. Waterboy. Yeah, Waterboy style. If I can do that, yeah, I can, I can make it work. So if you're in town for the draft, have fun, be safe. It's not hot, which is phenomenal. That was always the worry great. about the heat. No heat yeah. to worry about. Sun's yeah. still pretty strong, but be careful, hydrate, have fun, and then watch Dave on Sports Grid wear whatever outfit he's going to wear coming up here. Yes, sir. Full recap coming up on Monday as we'll approach our 100th episode. Tuesday, Ooh. 100 episodes. We'll have a bunch of giveaways <laughs> coming. Who bet that? Who bet that we would have 100 episodes already? It counts the days i would have told you if we didn't get to 100 episodes i would say who got fired for what did they do if we didn't get to 100 i'd be sure i would have i'd be angry with myself if we didn't get to 100 <laughs> my gosh like what did what did we do who did we piss off my gosh if we didn't get to 100 but it's a 100 episode celebration coming on tuesday monday Thank first you guys for the reviews by the way oh yeah Phenomenal on that. Phenomenal keep those, job. Keep those you. reviews coming. Keep the app oh, reviews. I re- appreciate that. We'll pull more names. We'll do more giveaways as we go. But Tuesday will be a fun day. Monday as well. Talk to you on a Monday for the Bostonian versus the book.